Of course, we enter into Advent um, today, and uh, we have our Advent wreath here. You may see people already decorating for Christmas. Um, the stores have been selling things uh, in the spirit of Christ- Christmas, uh, so to speak, for some weeks now. I heard somebody say recently that they want Christmas to start as early as possible, you know, like Chris- the Christmas season. Um, like right after Halloween, let's just get started with the Christmas songs and the, uh, the Christmas sales and all that stuff. Because, he said, um, otherwise it feels like the Christmas season just goes by so fast. You know, like the earlier we start it, the more Christmas we get. Because once the 25th happens, and then you wake up the next day, it's the 26th, Christmas is over. Of course, we don't believe that as Catholics. We are in the season of Advent, what we normally call commercially the Christmas season, Christmas shopping season. It's actually the season of Advent, the coming, the preparation for the coming of the Lord. And the Christmas season goes on after Christmas, the feast of the birth of the Lord happens. Nevertheless, I thought that was an interesting take, and I, I've certainly felt it myself. You know, like, even though technically, liturgically, um, everything leading up to the 25th of December is this preparation for Christmas, not actually Christmas, then the day happens, but it's culturally... You know, all around us, it just kind of people take their lights down. People, the Christmas tree is just kind of a bummer because you've got nothing to wait for anymore. Um, what is that that kind of like makes us want to uh, expand that time before? You know, um, in other words, to, to dwell in the preparation rather than in the actual event itself. Um, there's a certain nostalgia. I remember actually a couple of years ago, at the Music Box Theater up on the north side, there was a, they showed White Christmas, that old movie. And before the, the movie, I went there with my brother and sister and my parents. They had Christmas carols. And it was just like a little choir of like four or six people. And uh, they had a Santa Claus. And they sang just all the old classic, Santa Claus is coming to town, um, all that stuff. The things I remembered from... Uh, childhood in longing for the day of Christmas to come because you were going to get like a new video game or whatever and the thing that made Christmas fun as a child and for some reason I was like holding back tears the whole time that was so you know joyful but also corny and (laughs) Santa was there and it just kind of like brought me back to those Christmases of when I was a kid and realized like that's never going to happen again I'm I'm never going to be a child again I'm never going to have that kind of joy Ever again. So there was something sad about the nostalgia, and yet beautiful. Like I, I liked being there, and I liked thinking about it, and I liked dwelling in it. But I think what the church encourages us to do in this season of Advent is not to dwell in the past, you know? Not, in other words, to grasp at the joy of nostalgia. Like, let's hold on to Christmas as much as we can, but rather to open ourselves up, to strain forward toward the joy of of hope, the joy that's not quite there yet, it's not quite fulfilled, which is maybe why we like to set up our camp here and dwell in the nice, happy times and hope that they never change and we can just keep them just the way they are, because hope is dangerous. Hope opens us up to all sorts of risks, and maybe the future won't be what I hope it will be. Um, But as Christians, that's what we have. We have this supernatural virtue of hope. that longs for what we call the parousia. That's just a theological term for the end of the world, the the second coming of Christ, when Christ will be all in all. Um, The kingdom of God, so to speak, the resurrection of the dead. Uh, 
everything that we hope for, every beautiful thing in this world that, that is truly beautiful, that truly gives us joy, is but a marker. It's a signpost pointing us to this future time, the parousia, when all of our heart's desires uh, will be in this permanent state of ecstasy, ecstasis, which means to stand outside of ourselves, to see God face to face and be totally enthralled by his beauty. Um, that's what we're longing for. Um, but it doesn't just happen all of a sudden, and it's certainly not the kind of joy that can be grasped at or bottled up or contained into a season. And so what the church does in these liturgical seasons is, you know, like last weekend was the Feast of Christ the King, which the whole year heads towards that, Christ the King, the parousia, when he is king forever and ever. Um, he's not yet king of everyone. <laughs> he's not yet totally king of me, of my heart. I serve other gods. I serve other kings besides Christ. But each year, we, we don't just rewind the tape and start over. Let's, okay, put Jesus back in Mary's womb and let's start over and run the tape again. Um, don't you love Christmas? And then we're going to hit Easter. And, you know, it, it's not just the same thing cycled over and over again. It's linear. It's moving forward to something. In a way, it's kind of like a corkscrew, all of history. We go through the seasons, the death and the resurrection, the fall and the spring and the summer and the winter, but we're moving and we're another year older. You're a year older. The church is another year older. Um, we're straining forward through the celebration of these mysteries of the incarnation of Christ, of God in, in Christ, and his uh, death and resurrection at uh, Easter, and his ascension, the Pentecost, and the, the growth of ordinary time towards a new set of mysteries, a new liturgical year, 2022. Um, and our growth towards that parousia, our growth towards that joy is marked by conversion. Like we have to, in order to mature, in order to grow, we have to be more converted to Christ. And that's not automatic. Um, I think that's another reason why we like the, the nice, and I'm, this is nothing against ornaments and Christmas lights and <laughs> jingle bells. Like I love all that stuff. But um, there's something more. And that's, that's the, whatever joy we've felt. And maybe the holidays are hard for you. Maybe, maybe you don't have a lot of warm memories. Even more so is hope important in this season of Advent. Um, that it's not just about waiting for Jesus to be born again at Christmas, but what that birth means in time. That history is totally changed now that Jesus is here. And that he's here now in this Eucharist every week, every day on this altar, allowing us more and more to be converted to him. And so to grow. Um, so let's not have this desire for joy, which is good. Um, be a signal to us to stay put, to try to put borders around a season or a time or a part of our lives, to stay in the nostalgia, but to strain forward to this dangerous hope that Christ is here and he's coming. And uh, the more I surrender, the more I, I let go, the more I convert to him and to his purpose for my life, the more I grow towards that perfect joy in heaven.